0: Suck my dick. Come and suck my dick. Come and suck my dick. dick. Come and suck my 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 dick now. Du, du, do 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 come and suck my dick, come and suck my dick, come and suck my dick now. Do 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 come and suck my dick, come and suck my dick, come and suck my dick now. Do 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 come and suck my dick, come and suck my dick, come and suck my dick now. Du, 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 du,
1: du. <laughs> so this is gonna be the whole episode. We're just gonna do this for for ninety ninety I'm, minutes. I'm going to be
0: doing this for the next um, two weeks. <laughs> just like to myself. Uh, Wherever I go, I'm going to be in the bathroom brushing my teeth, and I'm just going to be saying that under my breath. Uh, Hi, hi, everybody. Welcome back.
1: This is uh, Marvelous or the Death of Cinema. I'm Tyrell James, a.k.a. Discourse Stew, and this is...
0: I'm I'm Nicole. um, And today we are discussing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which uh So so they let Which Yeah,
1: th- so they let like um uh Gen X Nick Mullen <laughs> make a Marvel movie, which is
0: A guy a guy who did good tweets and got astonishing. punished. Astonishing. He
1: yeah, he makes he makes the exact he made the before he before he like was at risk of losing his job over he made the exact same they, kind of posts like, on
0: Twitter. <laughs> okay, I mean I get why like some of them would be to, like, the normie crowd. They see that and they're like, ugh, especially... Um, I mean, I think that controversy predated the... Yeah, it definitely predated, like, the whole groomer panic that's going on right now, but...
1: It, it did. It was It was more of a me... Like, it wasn't a me too, but it was, like me too adjacent in the sense of it's like, well here here's a toxic man that needs to be held accountable for all the harm he did with his posting on the internet. Um which is like what? Okay, here's here's
0: here's a good banger. Uh uh he The Hardy Boys and the mystery of what it feels like when Uncle Bernie fists me hashtag sad children's books <laughs> <laughs> uh 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 my new film, Jerk Loose a, Jerk Loose, a small town where beating off is illegal and one high school kid jerks off in front of others to show how fun it is. That is literally a Nick Mullins joke. <laughs> like that that show that that's rules. Well, I mean that's
1: they reference footloose in the movie too. <laughs> but that yeah, like to me, I just see those and it's like, okay, that yeah, that, that just I mean, well, owns. Like it and I mean the thing is, I remember when he when they fired him over those like posts like that. Um which, like, I don't. Since we're on the topic, I, I don't understand the mentality of people that are like, like, uh, offensive posts on the internet are harm. They hurt I never me. understood that. Yeah, I feel like it must come from people that have never been hurt in real life in a meaningful way. Like they never scraped a knee or gotten beaten up. I mean, or anything. I, I always
0: <laughs> default to thinking about that Kyler um, the Creator tweet. You know, you know the one I'm thinking of, where he's like, you know, just walk away, yeah, just walk the away screen, from close the screen. Just walk away from your eyes. <laughs> um, I, I think we should, we come should probably, we should table the, the just a lot of the discussion for uh, the the tweets that got James Gunn canceled for uh, volume two, because I know volume two. I did not enjoy volume two when I saw it, um, and just just in case, no, it's, just it's, in, it's just in case, good. like we got to just fill airtime talking about something better than a lousy Marvel movie. It's
1: Yeah, God, that movie was really underwhelming. I forgot I'd seen uh, it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll save save that that for that episode. There's enough juicy Um,
0: stuff um, with with this movie, which I think we we both agree is okay. But it it is like- It's okay, and I think- What is your opinion on James Gunn as a director? I'd, I'd go
1: as, I mean- I haven't seen those. Well, I never saw that second Scooby Doo movie. Well, he didn't direct he those them. either. He wrote, he wrote them. Uh, I've never seen any of his. Yeah, yeah. The first one I liked as a kid. Those I haven't two seen were a long time. Seminal uh, to my childhood. As as a writer, <laughs> so. as as a writer, I um, you know, I I, mean, I think that he wrote the Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead, which is yeah, a pretty honestly actually a pretty good movie from yeah. what I remember. I haven't seen it a long time, but. It's 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 does the thing where it's a remake that's far enough removed from the original that you 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 don't get mad at it for being different because it's different enough it doesn't feel like it's overriding the original they can just kind of exist side yeah, by side
0: yeah I always got that impression um,
1: too so you can just sort of enjoy it on its own merits um, and I, I remember that being pretty Did good you see Sliver? Uh, I haven't rewatched I've seen them I haven't rewatched them since either of them like kind of came out. I remember enjoying those both a lot.
0: I mean, I I guess like um, I would identify James Gunn as what I'd like to call like a a sicko movie director. The guy the guy likes to be a sicko. He got his start with Trauma, which oh totally I, yeah. I haven't. I tried really really hard to try to squeeze in watching the Toxic Avenger before we recorded, but my roommate who was like, if you watch Toxic Avenger without me, I'll never forgive you, uh, had to go to. Up to New York and I was just like busy and I had to work last night. So it's just our schedules didn't line up to watch together. Um I have seen like a couple of trauma movies. I've seen uh Surf Nazis I, Must I, Die.
1: I saw Class of Newcomb I, I saw class okay. of Newcomb high on like a on a live stream like long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember. I saw it Surf
0: well, Nazis Must Die, which I had a hoot with. Uh that that that's a Fun movie where like a, a hate- black grandma goes on like a revenge rampage against uh, Nazi punks. It's great. Um, and there's another movie called Beware Children at Play, which uh, just it's like Children of the Corn, but you actually get to see the children like murder and sexually assault adults, and it's not that fun. Except at the very end, at the very end, all the adults, the surviving adults kill all these fucking kids. And there's one small little boy who looks like Matt Watson from super mega who gets like a pitchfork in the neck or something. And it's awesome. Um So those are, those are my only experiences with trauma stuff. I haven't seen like Romeo and Juliet. So really my only, uh, aside from having watched the suicide squad just before watching guardians of the galaxy, which was a smart move on my part. Uh, my only real like engagement with J- with James Gunn has been like Slither and like the Dawn of the Dead remake and you know those first two those two Scooby Doo movies those were essential like Nicole's childhood like on VHS staples. Like, those were the first one especially. I watched maybe like a- Isn't
1: that a little late? Isn't that a little no. late for VHS? No, those
0: like came out like, like-
1: Like, didn't that first one come out in 2002? They
0: were still making VHS. Like, the last movie produced on VHS with a history of violence.
1: I know they still were, but- I, I mean, I know they still well, were technically, but- Well, I know I think I saw it in theaters, too. Like, even, even, my fa- even my family had a DVD player by oh, yeah, but
0: I'm two 2002. I'm, I'm, it probably- <laughs> Why? Fuck off. We're just arguing semantics. Um, But, yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm guessing the Scooby-Doo movies weren't as seminal to your childhood as they were mine. Which, you know what? I I re-watched the Scooby-Doo movie, like, a year and a half ago. Um, Still very entertaining. How does that hold up? Uh, Except for there's, like, you know, the obligatory, like, we gotta have a scene where, like, Scooby and Shaggy just fart a ton. But it's i I dare you to show me a better casted movie, like everyone is perfect for their roles, so
1: anyways, that's my scooby doo tangent i I remember being like someone who who grew up with Buffy, finding it disorienting to see like uh Sarah Michelle Geller cast as like like the hapless yeah, kind of character
0: that that's the that's the brilliant thing about the scooby doo movie. She's
1: like saying it yeah, doesn't work. I just remember bad. finding that a little disorienting as like a 11 year old I think I was like I think I was at a weird point with that movie where I was like a little too old to enjoy it as a kids movie but not quite old enough to understand it as a parody of the whole concept of doing a Scooby-Doo movie so I was like right right in the center ground to like enjoy it but not like want to go back and rewatch it or anything like that like so I haven't seen it in twenty it, years. It's worth I, it. I don't it's, really know. It's how worth putting up on. At all.
0: It's I definitely a kind of- good movie to put on if you're like smoking a lot of weed, because a lot of that uh adult humor is weed related. <laughs> which is which is greatly appreciated. I mean that was the whole. Anyways, anyways, we're getting off topic. Um should I just read my summary of G- Gurdien's- Yes, Gurdien's- Yes, Let's
1: let's do the sermon, we'll actually talk about Gurdien's- the the movie and more so than the okay. stuff around it. Um three, two, one <laughs>
0: Believe it or not, there was once a time when Guardians of the Galaxy was a niche Marvel IP nobody except comic book dorks cared about. The shelves of your local's toy store weren't fully stocked with Groot Funko Pops, and Chris Pratt was just the chubby dumb guy on Parks and Rec instead of an obnoxious Hollywood douchebag. Sadly, we now live in a post-Guardians world, and we have a fellow sicko in arms— Troma alumni and writer of Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, James Gunn, to thank for it. Guardians of the Galaxy is the movie that made James Gunn one of the hottest comic book directors in the industry, until he got cancelled for doing Muldog Forever tweets and Disney dumped his ass for shitposting. That's a story we'll save for another episode because my hot take is that Guardians is a fun but incredibly tame James Gunn movie that shows how tight Disney had their creative leash around its director's neck in order to sell more toys to adult babies. Moments after his mother succumbs to movie cancer, young Peter Quill is abducted by a bunch of space aliens led by Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer and not Woody Harrelson as I believed up until three days ago. 26 years later, the Jewish kid from It grows up to be Chris Pratt playing a douchier version of J.J. Abrams' Star Trek Captain Kirk, who does grand larceny throughout the galaxy under his drag name Star-Lord. When he's busted for stealing the movie's MacGuffin from Ronan the Gay War Criminal, played by forcibly outed actor Lee Pace. Will is sent to an intergalactic face-off prison alongside a genetically engineered raccoon voiced by Bradley Cooper doing a Joe Pesci impression, a giant walking tree with a single catchphrase Vin Diesel got paid lots of money for, and Zoe Saldana in Greenface trying to keep the MacGuffin away from her big bad forcibly adopted dad Thanos for a few more movies. Joined by a literal-minded alien David Bautista, this ragtag team of misfits break out of a prison and deliver the MacGuffin to Benicio del Toro in a fruity Guy Fieri wig for lots and lots of space money. Alas, a pink wage slave decides she's had enough of being exploited in ed credit scenes and tries to take the MacGuffin for herself because it's a purple infinity stone, alerting the bad guys of its whereabouts because there's still an hour of the movie left to go a big cgi climax happens where glenn close and dr steve brule don't do anything which the imdb trivia page claims holds the world record for most on-screen deaths ever with no citation whatsoever then the movie ends with a bunch of nostalgia bait needle drops several minutes of sequel setup and a howard the duck cameo hastily added in post hey this movie is entertaining enough and all but have you guys seen the suicide squad Sylvester Stallone plays a giant shark who rips a guy in half, and Skeet Davidson gets his face blown off. Disney won't let James Gunn do anything as cool as that, so we'll just have to sub- settle for Chris Pratt making a cum joke.
1: David Hasselhoff. Insane. And, and maybe just the quote.
0: Oh yeah yeah and and, um I'll also
1: slightly from the movie it's it's slightly subtle
0: oh I thought you were talking about the yeah let's Miguel let's play the uh the the one cum joke in all of the MCU thus far and Quill your ship
1: is filthy oh she has no idea if I had a black light place would look like a Jackson Pollock painting you got issues Quill uh the the only acknowledgement you'll even get in the whole deal that like semen is a thing way, I, I
0: think i wrote in my notes um, what did i i wrote in my notes and i'm not sure if this was just like spurred by anything or this was just like a brainworm thought i just wrote can Groot check off a viable
1: question viable question though um well, he's got wood. I, we should. I. I don't. I mean, he. He has pollen. He has glowing pollen. I think that that's, is his so and Near the end, there they go into that dark room, and he he, he unleashes all that glowing pollen, and the <laughs> raccoon is like, "Hey, when did you learn to do that?" And I think that's jacking off. That's him coming. Um.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, this movie is like actually smiling. sicker than we thought. <laughs> um. Where do we start with this one? That's a
1: that Groot is a verb and it's a it's a synonym for nutting. I
0: Groot We well that's well when he says at the end, we are Groot, that means he's saying we are coming.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are jerking off. And and it's it's like the you mentioned that kid was in it, and that's the the ending of it. Oh god,
0: yeah. Oh my god. Um, At least the
1: ending of the child part of the story. Yeah, don't um they have no, like a gangbang. It's so bad. The children, the twelve year old children have a they it's on the one so girl bad, character. Yeah. And it, on it like binds them together spiritually oh. and emotionally and allows them to like leave I, the 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 I, sewer I psychic that labyrinth. Reminded
0: of, me of adolescence. That. Like <laughs> I really <And> hate it.
1: <laughs> I think this is kind of the same thing. You know, it's 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 a found family, it's a bunch of friends coming together to come together um y'all
0: can't see it right now but i'm like but shaking I- <laughs> my head i i i was having such a peaceful week and you had to bring look, up this, the this it movie works bang. on a
1: lot of look sir i read that book in high school way before they like got around to making another movie about it people had to start thinking about it again and that just stuck in my brain because I was, was like, 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 "What the I fuck think, am uh, I reading?" Stephen
0: King was and like. And I bring it up to
1: like <laughs> other people who had like like my parents and stuff who like they read they'd like read the book in the eighties, and I would like try and bring it up with people who read the book like close when it came out, and none of them would ever remember that part. Like it's everybody like, was just going of block out it out of their brain? memory. Yeah, um, but I couldn't. I'm I'm not wired that way. I'm I'm like. I can't let that go. I will, I will die. I will be on my deathbed. I'll be, you know, God willing, like 130 years old, shrouded by beautiful women and, and loved ones, and I will be thinking about like Chris Chan <laughs> and the gangbang at the end of it,
0: <laughs> as as like the the last sparks of like DMT in yeah, your brain. Yeah, I,
1: I go, I go into the DMT <laughs> tunnel to meet the machine elves. And it's 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 Chris Shan and it's it's the ghost of Stephen King, and he's going to be standing at the pearly gates, and he's finally going to tell me what the fuck he, he was doing with that. I'm he, sure he's that doing like, a lot I, of he, drugs. i, sure that's he was, what I he'd think sure said
0: would think doing. Oh yeah, oh
1: insane <laughs> amounts of cocaine. Yeah, that's but cocaine, I'm sure Ryan. in that cocaine haze, it meant something. Like I, I don't think Stephen King's a pedophile. I just no, think he's it, like a living he, ventriloquist dummy. He, it, it meant something while he was. Writing Okay, <laughs> anyways, we're,
0: we're getting very off topic because now we're talking about Stephen King. Uh, so so let's, yeah, where do we, can I mean, we let's, let's start by talking about the elephant in the room. By the elephant in the room, I mean the uh, uh, uh Chris Pratt in the room, who probably alongside like Ryan Reynolds might be like the greatest embodiment of
1: like the death of cinema as a whole. Two, two, two guys I'm completely sick of. Yeah. Two, two guys I used to find endearing that I'm completely yeah. sick of. Um
0: Like I I don't know if you watched Parks and Rec. I I, I, I did loved actually. Parks and Rec. Um, like there, like, and I think about there's it was it wasn't used. It was like used as a an outtake, but there's this one Parks and Rec outtake. Um, and, and Chris Pratt makes uh. Comeback joke about Kim Kardashian. Uh, Miguel, play that clip. Everyone loves a good comeback story, right? C. Biscuit, the Mighty Ducks,
1: Robert Downey Jr., uh, who Rocky? Rocky. Yes. Kim Kardashian. Kim. Well. Well. In the video, she gets she gets come on her back. I think. <laughs>
0: and he also he was he was very funny. On Parks and Rec as Andy Dwyer, he was you know the lovable idiot. He, you know, he was, um,
1: and it was a good. good you know what? It's it's a show that's frustrating now and and later on because of like what it kind of represents symbolically, because yeah. because of the way it was kind of used as political iconography by like just the worst types of liberals. But as a like like as a sitcom, for what it is, perfectly good sitcom. Had the same problem as the Office and other shows, where it got kind of like too sentimental mm-hmm. as it went on. But you know, really well cashed. Chris Pratt, you know, before we got sick of him, um, before he got muscled and and before too he famous stopped drink- drinking and, beer and as he explained
0: his weight loss in Universe on Parks and Rec.
1: <laughs> yeah, he and you know, I mean, it gave us Aubrey Plaza, who I, I, I think is like fucking great.
0: Love Aubrey Plaza. She's like another one of those like people. I'm like, I don't know if I want to. Be you, be with you, or like, where it's like, you know, both uh, bisexual desire and just like, I see myself and you, like, I, I, I have many, I, I just wanted to be
1: moments. mean to me. Like
0: April Ludgate is a, yeah, I just, key I wanted to be uh, that informed my personality. I wanted to be
1: <laughs> in, a, in a sexual way, if that um, makes any, sense.
0: Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, Chris Pratt really took a nosedive from you know the the lovable charm of like Andy uh Dwyer to just again being representative of like the big Hollywood douche who fronts every shameless like IP reboot refranchise
1: yeah and who's like there it's like you feel like like the sense I get and it's just a sense is like the goofiness is kind of a veneer for someone who like really is just like kind of like a like the 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 dickhead popular guy in your high school who like never really <gasps> that in like
0: you know he used to be married um, to Anna Ferris
1: yes um
0: like the the act the actress and so in like 2019 or something
1: yeah a star of uh. Greg Araki's most heterosexual movie. I, movies, I, I should just case. I should
0: I gotta the watch Stoner that comedy. this month or at least soon. I can't believe I
1: haven't watched it yet, but uh I, I didn't I didn't know that, like I didn't know who Greg I saw that as a teenager and I really liked it. And I had no idea who Greg Araki was, and then I saw nowhere. Oh,
0: same guy, definitely. And I
1: went and looked him up and I was like, he fucking directed this Stoner comedy that I saw. What <laughs> it's like one of those weird synchronicity things. I don't know, but um so
0: at it-
1: I know. I think Anna Faris is great. Yeah, they had a weird thing, right?
0: The thing, and I'm gonna. I'm just looking at this article from Insider. So they, um, they had a son, uh, together, uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Faris, um, and as a newborn, their child suffered some like health. Issues, um, like he's the he's he's an adorable little guy. Like there, there are like pictures of him. And he's got these like Chucky glasses, like Charles Finster glasses on. He's like an adorable little guy. He but uh he had some like uh hemorrhage or some kind that resulted in like a vision problem. But you know otherwise totally relatively healthy. So after they got divorced, um, Chris Pratt. Knocked up a new lady. Um, And when that new baby was born, he posted like a picture of him and this new girl and this new baby to Instagram. And he wrote, Oh, I remember this. And I quote, She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out. But that's love. Which, yeah, that caused Anna Ferris to start trending on Twitter because people were like excuse you? Like that was clearly I don't I don't know if it qualifies as sh- shade. I feel like shade is something only like gay men, women and drag queens can do. Uh but like it's oh and like that's not even I mean the fact that like Chris Pratt belongs to that like super anti LGBTQ mega church that like Justin yeah, Bieber yeah, belongs Hill, to Hill or Song something. I mean, here's the thing. I think
1: if um if if certain uh if certain websites are to be believed, Hillsong is like extremely doing like um conversion therapy probably. Well, no, no, no. I mean like allegedly. Like they find young women and be like, "Look at all these celebrities that are part of our church." Oh, ew. And then it's like they allegedly have those young women fuck the celebrities oh, who then like donate like allegedly half a million dollars. <laughs> I don't know if I, certain websites if certain websites are to be believed, allegedly. which they sometimes are, sometimes aren't. Um uh, but I mean also Hillsong, the original founder of Hillsong, which started in Australia, was like a full on convicted pedophile. So there's that too.
0: Oh, wonderful. Um speaking of speaking of which
1: but- but even setting all that stuff aside, like, I'm just really, really sick. Yeah. Of Chris he,
0: Pratt. um,
1: <laughs> and you're right. It, Ryan Reynolds is like the oh, same it's, it's exact, it's the same, like, the same thing. like
0: rating um, thing, too. Like, uh, I mean, I, Chris Pratt is also doing the rounds right now because there's another fucking new Jurassic World movie out. And I hear it's somehow even worse than the first one, which is like, how do you get lower than like dog shit? On the on the bottom we, of the boot, we, we have to do the dead. Jurassic
1: World movies. I no,
0: think no, no Jurassic World like made me physically I, angry. I think we do. If I have to watch that movie, I will like allegedly do some sort of property damage, and I'll have to owe my my landlord that'll money. Be,
1: no, see that you that'll be great content. Uh, no, it's gonna, to like, anger, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like me. That remember that content. viral
0: video of the like, the kid like getting pissed and like trying to shove a game controller up his ass.
1: Uh, no.
0: Not it. yeah uh, was
1: I don't, a meme no, like I, for
0: I, like two thousand eight or two thousand seven or something. This was, was like that oh, kid that, that far that back. Oh, uh, maybe
1: yeah, no. That's gonna be my reaction if I have to watch
0: Jurassic World. I might watch Jurassic World: Falling Kingdom just because I hear it, like the tail end of that is so wild. Oh, but I hear this new one is just the, fir- the first awful. half
1: is is. Okay, Dra- yeah, Fallen Kingdom kind of rules because it's so dumb. Um, the first half is like more Jurassic World bullshit, but like dumber. Like there's like lava hits a dinosaur and he's just kind of like miffed about it. It doesn't like melt him in half. Um, but then the second half of the movie is, and I and I say this without like any exaggeration at all, it's just Resident Evil with dinosaurs. Yeah. Um there's a mansion and there's a lab under the mansion and they're auctioning dinosaurs as genetically engineered weapons. And it's like, they roll them out on a runway in a cage. There's a bunch of guys like bidding on them, like putting their hand up. Like it's, 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 it's stupid. Like a Saturday morning cartoon. It's, it's outrage. It's, it's kind of amazing that it, anyone gave like $150 million to fucking make what, what really feels like one of those, like, direct to video like like sci-fi movies that you see on uh, yeah. basic cable in the middle of the night. <laughs>
0: yeah it's airing in like the dead dead slot. But um yeah but as, um speaking speaking yeah, of but, which um, yeah Chris, oh,
1: keep going. we're sick of Chris Pratt but I think the rest of the cast is great in this, which yeah. is why these movies keep yeah, making money is because they cash well. I cast think Dave well, Bautista generally.
0: like went straight from like he was he was a WWE guy. He's like a professional wrestler. I think he like officially left WWE because of this movie. Like because it like this was his first acting role. I think or at least at least his first like lead acting role. Um, to which he does good. Zoe Saldana has like by by that point she'd already been in like multiple like Hollywood franchise she was in the JJ Abrams uh Star Trek she fucking Avatar where she's also a different color uh she's blue in that movie and in this movie she gets to be green um and props to her because she insisted um in a complete rarity because we've already mentioned several times that like actors who've worked in MCU movies refuse to come back because like the makeup process is so intensive uh Zoe Saldana she was like, "No, you're not doing like CG After Effects to make me green. You're gonna paint my whole ass green." And she looks brown cow stunning, like a fantastic cosplayer walking around Comic Con. Uh, her her wig looks great. Uh, looks maybe might be an Arta wig. I don't know.
1: Wait, wait. What? Hold on. They painted her ass. I'm, I'm, they painted her whole ass. It's, it's
0: a it's a it's a turn of phrase. You don't see it's her a turn ass of in the movie. They paint. They painted enough of her that would show on screen. Um, Sorry, I'm
1: I'm like Dave Bautista in this you're, you're movie. You're very, very literal. Um,
0: uh, Bradley Cooper yeah. and Vin Diesel apparently were like very last minute. Like they filmed the movie James Gunn and everyone else without either of the voices for Rocket and Groot being cast. So I think it was it was James Gunn's brother Sean. Who was who was like the stand-in for either Groot or Rocket, or might have been both?
1: It was okay. it was Rocket. He's he's jumping around. He was yeah. He's he's which, kind of the, doing the Andy Circus which, thing. I um, think.
0: Another thing, and I'm sorry, I, I'm just gonna have to keep bringing up the Suicide Squad for comparison, like because of the Suicide Squad, it uh, there's a, there's a character named Weasel, which is like Rocket Raccoon, but if Rocket, if like Disney. Hadn't been like, you got to make sure Rocket Raccoon is like kid friendly enough. Like it's, it's like a, it's like a giant disgusting parody. Like (laughs) in the Suicide Squad, they mentioned like this furry creature has killed like 30 kids, which is like what, like if if this was a real, real James Gunn, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) I killed a mosquito. It was right in front of my face. I waited. I I'm waited in, for it. I'm I was in the
0: zone talking about movies, and I just look over, and you're like, 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 like a fucking cat looking the, the, at a, the, a, a, a red dot. I I I
1: just I can't abide mosquitoes. Yeah. If I see one, I have to kill it because otherwise uh, it's going to stay in my room. It won't leave. I'm going to be trying to sleep, and it's going to be like meh. The biting I don't care about. I'm like I'm so used to it now. I don't feel it, but it's the buzzing. Oh, yeah. The mosquitoes have the most annoying of all insect noises. <sighs>
0: shit! I forgot. Um, I lost my train. I lost sorry, I my train of thought. You, what was I talking about? <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, uh, we didn't mention. Uh, Karen. Car- Is it Karen Gillen? Karen Gillan she was she yeah, I I remember yeah. in the lead up to this movie cuz like this was like re- remember how people were reacting to like Eternals like eh, 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 who cares like that's Guardians of the Galaxy was arguably a more niche uh of the Marvel properties um because like it it was invented in like the late 60s it's, it's pretty um and then revived in well, like 2000 kind of, Guardians of the Galaxy
1: it was well, yeah. There was like there. It was a short-lived thing that like because a lot of these characters they like they they come and go and then they like a few years later someone will bring them back for a little bit and then yeah. they go again or they'll show up like here or there to fill something out. But the original Guardians of the Galaxy were a totally different thing, and then all of the characters that are in the present Guardians of the Galaxy all kind of like. Existed in the seventies yeah. or eighties, and just kind of bounced around, and then at some point in the 2000s, like 2008 I think they were all kind of brought together. Yeah, so 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 it's like it's a bunch of d listers from all over Basically. the place who are brought together, and then given the like team name of another totally different group of yeah. d listers, and and then they made a, and then somehow they got a, a movie. Um, And the movie was really successful. uh,
0: Anyways, I I was about to say Karen Gillan. Actually, wait, I am. Let me double check what her name is, because I'm probably making an ass of myself. Yeah, it's
1: Karen Karen Gillan.
0: But she. um, Oh, you got it. Like she famously shaved her head for the role of of Nebula. And like she she revealed it at Comic-Con by like taking her wig off.
1: My question, though, is that isn't Nebula bald?
0: Yeah, she is. And I might have done
1: something
0: a little bit crazy. I just, that was like, a, I feel like that was kind of a moment that like broke the nerd internet, or at least the, like the, the nerd section of the internet. Like people freaked out. Um, but before, other than that, like people, like Marvel felt That it was, this movie was a bit of a gamble because it, like, the first Iron Man, people weren't familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, he wasn't, they weren't a household name. Um, uh, Yeah. But you know what, you know why I think it works? It's because these are, like, you know, as in contrast to, like, the Avengers, these are more in the vein of, like, an anti-hero. Kind of at least an anti hero sort of storyline. Um, because it's like the swashbuckling rogues sort of shit as opposed to like pure hearted superhero. I mean, I mean, it's Star, it's, it's star yeah, Wars, yeah. It's 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 Star Wars, it's, it's Star, it's star Trek, Wars
1: type of thing. It's
0: Battlestar Galactica. It's, well,
1: well, no, it's not it's not Star Trek well, at all. Uh, no, those Galactica, those, girls, those all those
0: alien girls walking around in like full painted that that that's, was super Star Trek to me.
1: Have you ever watched? I, star trek have you ever watched star trek
0: my mom has ever i've, I've watched my mom watching no, okay, star take, trek. Take a,
1: you the 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 meme con like the, the yeah. meme concept of what star trek is 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 like not really accurate oh, yeah. to what star trek is you know maybe maybe now but like not um no, the Star at Trek least JJ, is like J. J.J. Abrams like, Star Trek is. I'm probably more J.J. Abr- okay, JJ Abrams. Okay, J. Star Trek, sure, but J.J. Abrams Star Trek is just Star yeah, Wars. Just a dry um, run for Star Wars. Um, but uh, but 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 um, yeah, it's it's Star Wars. It's it's Firefly. There's a lot of Firefly in there, which isn't really surprising, because I'm sure Joss Whedon was involved in shaping the movie to some extent I think or he another.
0: Might have been the one. Who suggested James Gunn or tagged him in?
1: He was enthusiastic about okay. him being high. Okay, he was at least like a extent on side, like big champion for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which would make kind of sense because I feel like they're like not that far um, apart in sensibility yeah. in a lot of ways.
0: Uh, who else is in um, this movie? Doctor Steve Brule, as I said.
1: So I couldn't go on a plane first because the dang pilot got sweet on Linda. But I got another very important job to stand on the ground and watch the plane. It's a very important job, just as important as pilots. Breaker, 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 this is Number Dr. Stephen Brule to and the pilot. O- over and out. Dr. Brule, please stop talking. We're communicating with the tower. Linda! <laughs> Linda, can I'm waving to you, <laughs> <give me laughs> do you do right now. Clear the channel, please. It's my show. I can talk as much as I want. Sir, please. Sir, please keep this line clear. You keep it clear. I'm trying to do a show here, Buster. You just fly the plane. I'll do the show.
0: Yeah, John C. Riley does not get nearly enough to do. Like you get John C. Riley, you use the fuck out of John C. Riley, and like, but that's just me. That's just me.
1: Yeah, you, you hate to see them waste a John you C. Riley. That's that's always Academy a crime in my eyes. Award
0: nominee um, and hopefully future winner for playing Steve Pool. Uh, John C. Riley, yeah, you don't. Uh, and also like Glenn Close, she's famous for being like nominated for an Oscar like a ton of times and never winning. Um, she's also pretty wasted. I feel she's just like the Terran planet. What is it? She's like the Nova Prime. No, ter- Terrans are oh, well, Terrans. Terra yeah. is, is Earth. Terrans what are is
1: the humans. Xanadu. Xanax planet it's Xanax. Xanax. Xanadu.
0: <laughs> Xanadu, Xanadu. Yeah,
1: it's it's a it's a it's a it's a planet that just like looks like a combination mall Google it campus. Looks, it looks like um, that. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm thinking. I've, I've, I'm thinking of like they used it in like one of the Star Trek movies, but it was also like used as like a futuristic, it, like as a futuristic building, but it was also featured in a uh, Quigley. That movie where Gary is turned into a Pomeranian, uh, in in order to do good deeds, uh, to punish him for being a bad guy. Oh, is that the one yeah, with Oz Perkins yeah. in it? Yeah, that, that's a good one. We should um, we should watch Quigley. Quigley's great. Um, but <laughs> I I also you know what good good um tangent into like the effects of this movie because like the bar was set so fucking low. By both like Thor Two and Captain America Winter Soldier, which after the fact I I looked up a lot of like the behind the scenes pictures, and it's like just people in front of a green screen, like, like that's not I'm I'm sorry yeah, that's this not movie actually my has sets and fucking live action. This movie actually has set, I mean, by it's, ass. Uh, anyways.
1: Now that this movie actually does yeah. have sets, like it's not there's still a lot of CG, and there are places they use it. Right, can we show it? But it's it's got sets. It's got costumes. Yeah, it's- um, I mean the bar is so fucking low now that it's just like stuff that like used to be like every direct to video piece of shit sci fi schlock did is now like feels special. But um, it's it's probably the best looking of any of these I, movies. Um yeah. even when everything is CGI, there's just like more interesting use oh, of the color, color and yeah. And, and fr- I mean by rel- relative like space, they've got like a lot of like nebulas and yeah, shit it's in the background. Kind of like, to like make a um, visually interesting.
0: Like an opal or what's the or like that one gemstone or just it's it uses color very nicely. Emerald. Whereas like the, our biggest yeah. complaint with a Thor movies is they make space look so boring and so drab. Like there's just, it's just, it's got that Teflon quality oh God, so, those movies are so adhere, like here, you know, because James Gunn has, is an actual filmmaker and has made real movies and by real movies. I mean, Slither <laughs> and, uh, uh, I haven't seen super yet, but that is a movie, uh, he actually knows like, hey,
1: to keep your audience's
0: attention, you need to have like things that pop out and not just gray sludge. Well that's
1: that's well here's that's the thing I want to talk about. Cause I, I feel like we could we could dwell on all the things that make this movie like comparatively good. Yeah. By MCU movie standards. Um but what I think is, is like kind of most interesting, um Aside from kind of the, the ephemera surrounding the movie. Which um, we
0: have we'll have to talk about how it is- much this movie was like uh just just the, the a merchandising fountain, but go on, we'll we'll talk about that in a bit.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. It's it, it shows how like the best MCU movies, um, in a in a relative sense, do the most to show The limits of the whole mega franchise cinematic universe thing, because you see them straining up against the the confines of like, well, this movie has to look like this and do this and that, and we have to have our great big, big giant stupid ending that's all CGI, camera whipping around shit that looks like Star Wars (laughs) Episode Two. Yeah, all everything, everything, every. I'll say about this: every one of these movies. Or every movie of this type, no matter who directs it or anything, if there's like a spaceship or an airplane flying around or something, um, and it it cuts to being like 90 to 100% CGI, they're all shot the same way. Um, And by shot, I mean like the imaginary camera they put in Autodesk Maya or whatever they're using. Um, And that is with like a fake handheld thing and like snap. (laughs) <laughs> the zooms fucking and Ken whip Burns pans and effect, fake, defaults. like, going in and out of focus. And all of them are shot like this, and that's, like, the way Star Wars Episode 2 did it. Um, And I don't know why. It's just, like, the, as soon as, like, your shit is all CGI, that's just, like, what they yeah. do. Um, And even if it doesn't look like the rest of and the I movie. And I
0: mean, there are, there are ways to, and like... And I'm
1: s- bored of it and... Yeah. Tired of it. And I think like part of the reason you get this this eyes glaze over quality to it, it's not just because it's CGI per se, but it's because the the fact that, oh, we can make the camera go anywhere and do anything and have it all fly around and blah 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 it means that you don't get like c- that kind of careful staging and f- framing um and composition that you get when you can't. There's just fucking make the camera do whatever you want at any given moment.
0: Either like you you don't like there's like the the tangible aspects of filmmaking, like those sort of like having to work within those limits aren't there. (laughs) Well, well,
1: that that too, what I'm referring to is like strictly just image composition. Oh, a lot Um, of these look like shit. they're, They're they're preoccupied with um fucking mosquitoes they they're preoccupied i think with like kinetic fluidity like like just this this kind of constant motion and it creates this kind of hypnagogic uh, effect but it means that you don't have anything to hook onto like if you take like the, the source material for this stuff yeah. is comics and comic books don't fucking move which means like you draw a spaceship flying around you draw guys fighting you have a a a, a hand up one or a handful of panels to convey that information and each one on its own has to be a, a visually striking yeah. image in addition to flowing from what comes before what yeah. comes after. And you lose that with this stuff. Like I was thinking like, um, like older era sci fi movies, um, where you're doing like models and matte paintings, it's still like blatantly artificial. Like, I was thinking of that matte painting of Hell from Hellraiser That's so 2. You, get, good. you see the whole kind of MC Escher. Have to point out, and it, it's, I, because it, this
0: is funny, because I watched this, I watched it, and I was like, damn, this is giving me some like real Ken Russell vibes. And guess fucking what? Uh, I think it was either, either the production designer or what? the art director also worked in a bunch of, of Ken Russell movies. I called ah. it. I I know my guy, honorary gay film director, rest in peace, uh, Ken Russell. I, I know my guy when I see him, or at least I, I know his influence when I see him.
1: But, but I think with like like a matte painting, because a matte painting yeah. doesn't move, you have to make it, however convincing or artificial it is, you have to make it yes. a striking yes, single absolutely. image. When everything is in ki- hyperkinetic motion – no single part of it is like a strikingly composed image. Um, And I'm not saying everything has to be that all the time, but it, especially something that is like based on comic book stuff that is very fantastical. It's like you, you, you lose that. And there's, there's times when this movie has interesting, strikingly composed shots but then when it goes to, like, the big action sequences, it loses that in favor of just the kind of stock, the Avengers battle Destroyed sequence at the City, end kind of, uh um,
0: explosion. Yeah. But just
1: that, like, instead of, like, one really strikingly composed image of a big, like, you got your big spaceship coming in, but because the camera's kind of just sort of either, the camera's just kind of, like, whipping around or just kind of looking at things in a sort of a functional way. You don't have that sense of of grandiosity or, or scale. And it's like, just comes down to image composition. Um, like, I, I was thinking about the movie, I think I talked about some the movie Arrival.
0: Yeah, yeah. how like the, the is, sense which, of scale how, how, how you feel the about movie, that movie is able to convey with yeah, those like, giant The way it's yeah.
1: shot, like, yeah, even though that spaceship is also all CGI, the way it's shot and composited gives you a sense of scale, but you, you have to be deliberate with your composition to get that. You can't just say, well, the spaceship's big. We have a big CJ spaceship and it's big. Therefore it's impressive. Like, no, not, not in, not, not, not when you can do everything with computers, you need artfulness to convey uh, an impressive sense of scale yeah, or the, scope. The one shot I really think whatever. about
0: in terms of like really showing the limit or, or just that I feel is very indicative of this movie as a whole because it, it's not that it looks bad, it's just like I found myself thinking, like, damn, I wish this wasn't like shot in front of a green screen or something. It's the it's the part where uh Peter and Gamora, they're on that balcony having that chat, and she says the the really cringy like pelvic sorcery line. Play that clip, Miguel. Hell? I know who you Just, are, Peter Quill, and I am not some story-eyed waif here to succumb to your, your public sorcery. Um, yeah, it, it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, you know, setting up like the romantic tension between the, those two, which I f- think comes, I think that's more in the second movie. But yeah, here it's like it's supposed to be this like emotionally, um, you know, charged character moment and it'd be so nice if they weren't just like clearly standing in front of like c- cgi space um because that set they they turned yeah. the the other like reverse shot is them standing in like in this practically built like cool looking like, like set movie does have yeah this movie real has sets. real sets like the jail um. set <laughs> is awesome um did you see lloyd kaufman uh throwing shit at Gamora? As as soon as as soon as, oh, soon as he Lloyd came Kaufman? on, I on no screen, idea. I was like, is that Lloyd Kaufman? Um another guy I haven't seen any of his movies. I still haven't seen Toxic Avenger. Um, but like, man, that guy has a very distinctive face. Uh you you know him when you see him. So I was like, Yep. I think well and also James Gunn had like another sort of point in his direction that makes him um a real filmmaker. Like Arguably, he's the first, like, real th- movie maker, I would say, to make something for the MCU since, like, Joe Johnson. Um, as in, like, he's a guy with, like, several actual movies that are, like, good on their own outside of, like, association to existing IPs. Like, he's, like, a, a guy who was, like, not just, like, worked in television for, like two years or someone like the, like the Russo brothers, for example. Um, and so yeah. like he, James Gunn has like a cadre of actors like Michael Rooker, AKA uh, who I, I I swear to God, I thought Woody Harrelson was in this movie. Um, I forget, but no, what's the, the blue guy's name? Uh, Quill's like, fa- like surrogate father. Who's like uh. a, just a just a goddamn hillbilly space alien.
1: Oh fuck! I already, <laughs> I already yeah, forgot that, that guy. It was
0: like, um,
1: y- you yeah, Yuda y- Yuda. yo. Y- y- it's like it sounds sort of like Yoda, but we'll, it's not we'll Yoda. Have to, yeah,
0: um, Yoda. But, yeah, I was
1: yodel. Yeah,
0: I. Good thing I looked it up, otherwise I would have made a complete ass of myself. Um, like he he was in Slither. Um, on top of like being in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which a uh, sicko movie, but. No, it didn't, didn't totally vibe with me. I don't know. Um, Just... I I Whatever. This isn't the Henry portrait of a serial killer podcast. He wasn't it hot wasn't, enough.
1: No. Um, he, he wasn't hot enough for you. And,
0: like, uh, who else are...
1: You need your serial killers sexy. Um,
0: like, other James Gunn people are involved in this movie as well. Uh, the names of whom escape me on... Um, I mean as I said like he often works with his brother Sean like Sean was doing stand-ins for Rocket um so like yeah James Gunn has like in my in my view he is like a he's a real filmmaker um so which is why this is like it yeah. it hurts watching this and like after having watched the suicide squad well, and seeing like Oh, this is what James Gunn is able to do with, like, a comic book property without, like, the producer, executive, whatever, like, standards and practices people, like, looking over his shoulder being like, you gotta, you you gotta sell toys. You gotta sell toys.
1: Well, it's, 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 that's the thing. Like, it's. And it makes me wonder all the time, right? We, we they say we say they're always looking for like, especially directors, always looking like indie film yeah. directors and stuff. People are like, oh, they've got this bold vision and originality or whatever, so we can bring them in and, and make them do the most generic shit. It's like donkey. if a McDonald's insisted on hiring a five star chef, yeah, it's make like, like
0: a. Burger King burger.
1: Why? And I, and I don't know if it's an exercise in branding or if it's like they want that originality, but they just only want like 5% of it. I, I don't. I mean, it's. No. I think
0: it's completely up to debate um, whether, like, whether Kevin Feige or like someone over at Marvel Studios had the conscious, like, thought of like, oh, hey, like maybe we could bring in like the trauma crowd. With this, or at least the crowd of like the trauma, the trauma. Cr- yeah, no one give the
1: trauma crowd exactly. is not big enough for anybody but to like, give a shit about bringing it. Like, like that's that is like five hundred like, people to how
0: there were like a lot of people who didn't care about the uh, like the new Doctor Strange movie. They only cared about it because it was a new Sam Raimi movie. Like Sam Raimi being like qu- like 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 a James Gunn like a real director who has like real movies uh that he's made um but, but Sam Raimi
1: oh, did not- like the Spider-Man well, movies yeah. though like there's well, another yeah, of like I'm
0: I'm just thinking oh. like I think he's he might be one of the closer um associates uh or or just comparable directors and like a guy who worked in like if, Sicko stuff if Sam- uh and then you know got bumped up to doing Big comic book blockbuster movies.
1: Although I I I hear the, the yeah little- <laughs> like like I get like it's sort of like Sam Raimi making the original yeah, Spider Man. Yeah,
0: that's that's movie. specifically what I was thinking. I of. guess
1: is yeah is yeah. yeah not but-
0: after not after that though. Um, but
1: um, I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to last minute. Last minute thought too. But yeah, like get, there's not a ton to say about the movie itself. I think because it's like basically a good movie but also still has a lot of the basic problems of an mcu movie so we just kind of have the stuff around it um because it is I also like i think i we'll to talk to because it's very it, it it is very emblematic of the time it came out and kind of set i don't say either if it didn't set it helped oh, popularize it a, it, a lot of trends it, it, like
0: set a like tone like it really solidified part of what we identify yeah. as the marvel formula um, and I think,
1: but I mean, even like movie, like blockbusters more broadly, like the the um, it it kind of took the like uh, the boomer music yeah. drop, which was like a, like you see, like kind of something like DreamWorks movies. And I mean, stuff there was already always, already um, the
0: precedent with like the Iron Man really, movies, which used those needle drops in like the most cynical fucking way possible. Except for except for Blue, yeah, except but for this, Blue, we like this that movie needle really
1: drop. really leaned into um, it. Well, because blue is like a, a terrible song, that's just it's just deeply uh, emblematic of. Like, I, I
0: disagree with your definition of terrible, um, but I'm I am in Tori. It's like it's trash, awful. Baby. I mean, it's it's an
1: ear. It's 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 an ear. It's a it's an It's 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 extremely it's extremely catchy, it's, but it's it's terrible. It's, it's like just straight from like a production standpoint, <laughs> like it's got awful auto tune, just uh, just the absolute worst of like turn of the century. European dance music just um, <laughs> hooky but with all just the most grating oh, bef- combinations of of sounds and like synth patches you can imagine <laughs> the, the 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 cheesiest electronic piano you've ever heard
0: um i guess b- before before we delve into like uh just how fucking marketable and merchandised this movie uh like i i think probably more than any other movie in the MCU this has probably sold the most toys. Like how many fucking as i said, how many fucking Groot Funko Pops do you think have been manufactured or just like filling a landfill somewhere? Oh, a,
1: a ton. <laughs> I mean I, I sent yeah, you this video. It, really, we, it's really
0: cute. I, Explain.
1: They bought my dad a uh, uh so after this movie came out there's the little baby Groot at the end and he and he's dancing along to that Jackson oh, 5 song baby. and So obviously they had a little dancing robot, or not robot. They had a little dancing like animatronic Groot that played the song that you could buy, and uh, my mom and my sister bought it for my dad. It was just kind of around the house um, after that. And my uh, at this time, my younger nephew Lincoln was just a baby, and whenever they would play that. He would get real excited. Yeah, the baby and rock. rock. Back and I love forth that. Time to the music. <laughs>
0: the baby, yeah, baby. Groove. Yeah, he's,
1: he's like he's like yeah, set eight months old. Baby groove. And he's rocking back and forth. And get yeah, really babies, excited and into the music. Love that. And then shit. there's always a certain point in the clip of the song it would play. Where he'd just start smiling but and laughing. That's exactly and why play that it like over and over and over that, over like, again until the mid thing The Credits
0: like er, no, it's before the credits like that. That like end cutscene. Like that's that's why yeah. Groot became so fucking popular Denimal. as like, you know,
1: it, it's it was the same
0: idea with like baby Yoda. It's like it's like
1: yeah, a big, big well, thing
0: turned into Groot. Groot is like
1: a child. Yeah, but but Groot, like the character is also like a child.
0: Yeah, in like in a, a fundamental yeah, in like way. a I only say one with thing has like the baby.
1: Baby kind of eyes. Yeah. And has like a certain sort of innocence. About him, even when he like impales like ten guys with his branch. Which it's never like, again. Little- I
0: have to emphasize this for because I know what James Gunn is capable of. I know the sort of sick shit that goes on in his mind. Fucking, I the man did multiple head explosions and decapitations in in the Suicide Squad, and Slither is just like. Bob, like some of the best body horror, definitely to come out of like the two thousands and a very
1: oh slither is nasty Sli- Slither's approaching brain dead. I Have you seen Brain Dead? Need to. Um, I need to.
0: I need to watch like Peter Jackson's that is like splatter stuff. One of
1: the most. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of like, yeah, guys who <laughs> guys who went yeah, legit him, after him making too, Peter Jackson too disgusting. The Exorcist like Club, like. One of the most Academy Award-winning directors of all time, and he started out with these just like absolutely nasty, no-budget little exploitation. Brain Dead is outstanding. I know. I think
0: I watched like the first twenty minutes of it, and I don't remember if I was just like, "Oh, this is fabulous!" or "I I can't imagine
1: I was." But (laughs) it no, it doesn't really get like it's 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 in the back half of the movie where it gets. Really gross, but it's it's really yeah. that movie um, rules. But, but it's but really anyways, something. Like I was they gonna go say, for like, it
0: <laughs> because there's 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 I I had this conscious thought. Can you? We have a James Gunn directed movie in the MCU, and yet still to this to this movie, the goriest and like most violent on screen death in an MCU movie. Is that guy getting shredded by the propeller in the first Avenger, or uh, fucking?
1: I still don't know how they got that like, in there. Or, yeah. or
0: uh, fucking what's his name getting yeeted into the tree in Hulk? Uh, those, yeah, that that's that's like that's that's like you got like a guy who's a real virtuoso at like horror, like practical effects, like over the top splatter stuff like at least give me some like gooey shit it doesn't have to be violent but
1: they're not gonna that that's that's the thing and here's the thing like they're doing blade
0: again. no blade is so much
1: cooler and than this those <laughs> no no i know but like they're they're doing blade again for the oh, mcu yeah
0: that's right oh yeah with uh Michelle ali
1: and like it's probably not gonna be r-rated oh. But even it is like I could see them trying. I could see them trying to be like, "Oh no, we'll have our R-rated Marvel movies. But you know, that's going to be like a soft R. Yeah,
0: cuz Disney That is going to be yeah. a
1: really soft
0: That's R. I I think that's um,
1: that is not that, yeah. that is not going to
0: We we like an R rating that's that's not here. Have people the, um I like oh, I like good, a hard, hard R.
1: I like it hard. I like an NC-17. I I like a this movie was refused classification. I, I like it. It's this. It's just. It's just a guy getting decapitated by some like ISIS dudes.
0: That's fucking lively. I've seen those.
1: I've I've seen I've Jesus seen Christ. one of those once and I kinda wish I hadn't. Oh god. It's, it's one of the rare things I saw and I was like actually regret seeing. Things was, you can not unsee. Uh, uh not ice, but like a like <laughs>
0: So far Al-Qaeda so far for those so far in this episode, <laughs> uh, Stu has killed a mosquito. Um and now he's talking about
1: watching Isis beheading videos, so just the one, just the one, and I didn't seek it out. It was uh, someone, uh, a friend of mine, put it on. Yeah. He, he was, he was that guy's. Like this was like a real two oh, thousands oh, like high school oh, was, thing where it's like he had that yeah. the one friend that would be look like, hey, look at this, and it's like a
0: oh, video. God, stop it! Yeah, you know, what yes, is? You you're talking to? Yeah,
1: yeah. And she's she's using two fingers, and she's got like long. Stop. <laughs> two, like really, like.
0: <laughs> i oh mean, like going God, to town, like
1: really, just like
0: yeah. Why, why didn't that making
1: my arm tire Just I, I, watching that's
0: something James Gunn would have put in, like, like a movie where he had total like creative control over. Like, I could see that happening in like but, the but Suicide the Squad. Th- but that's
1: that's <sighs> the thing. Like, you're just like we can say, oh, like it sucks that they didn't. It wouldn't be good, but they oh, won't. They never. Like that's the whole point of this. Is like this. And even if the MCU itself burns out and goes away, it'll just be replaced by, Another by something else head of the hydra um, yeah, but it'll be this like homogeneous uh blob of 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 congealed uh median mid culture, um just good enough that most people will mostly enjoy it. But nothing ever, ever beyond that. Never weirder than that. Never more interesting than that. Never more nuanced or stylish. Never even like again. Like not even bad in interesting ways. Like you'll never get a Marvel movie that's bad. Like like Jurassic no. World two. No. Like that's going to be like like Jurassic World two is like. Might be the last, speaking of things going extinct, might be the last of a dying breed where you get a big expensive blockbuster that's genuinely, like, terrible and stupid, not just the lowest tier of meh. Um Like, that is just, like, you watch it and you're like, what the fuck were the people making this thinking? <laughs> just, just it was, like, um, executive like those, produced by those cocaine. Those are going, yeah, like, those are going yeah. away now. And- um, yeah everything is gravitating towards the mean um it's
0: yeah and Come and on.
1: and so you watch like a movie like this, which is like pretty good in most respects, and you can see where there's like an actual like creativity behind it, but you see that creativity hitting the wall of what this of what these mega franchise got a slot into a whole synergistic fucking. Grand battle plan thing are and stopping down, yeah. and it can't go beyond that in in any sense. Um, and that's why that's we're why we're doing, doing this, this podcast, podcast. Is, is, is that's
0: to, <laughs> that should be our like save the line that's, moment. That's the
1: future where it's and like that's why we're doing this podcast. A, a bad a bad movie, a bad movie is bad in a boring way, and a good movie is frustrating because you yeah. can see all the ways it could be better with just like a little more fucking creative autonomy or risk-taking uh, extendors of people making it. Um, like it's gotten to the point now where it's like, like I'm sure – you remember a lot of '90s yeah, blockbusters, fair a oh. lot of just terrible, oh like the fucking Godzilla movies, like Wild Wild West. I
0: mean, as as someone who was like, yeah, yeah, like I'm not even talking on about Godzilla. Like, like even even when I was young, like and I saw that, I was like, this fucking sucks.
1: So like, it, I'm not even talking about like good '90s blockbusters like The Matrix, no, Terminator no. 2, Mission Oh Impossible. my god, we're not putting fucking whatever, got, uh, I'm talking Emmerich's about
0: Godzilla on their level. Wild, god, I'm talking no. about
1: I'm talking about Wild <laughs> wild, wild
0: West. West. <laughs> We're, we're just um, like James Gunn. We're just adding a ton of like needle drops to our
1: episode. And like you see all the elements of like modern blockbusters there, but there's that like extra-ness to them, just throwing everything at the wall. Kind of like there's there's still some of that like, Simpson Bruckheimer cocaine bit, yeah. energy to all of it. And, and it's making me miss like these incredibly shitty movies from my childhood because they were shitty in more outrageous and interesting ways than their equivalents yeah. are now. Like you'll you'll never get a movie as completely fucking off the wall as Wild Wild West that costs like $150 million and has the modern equivalent of <laughs> Will Smith Adventures in it of ever Nash. Again. They, they, yeah, they will never make an <laughs> Adventures of Pluto Nash it, ever again. They'll never make a Lost in Space nineteen ninety seven ever no. again. Yeah, they won't. Terrible, terrible. I had that on tape as a kid. Uh, but they will never like. But that movie's insane. That movie goes through like eight different plots. It's like, well, we're out in space, and then oh, we're investigating this spaceship, and there's bugs on it, and then oh, now we're stranded. Oh, now we're doing time travel, and now it's like. Insane! It's an insane.
0: Oh no! I was film. thinking of Galaxy um, Quest. That
1: actually, like, oh, yeah, Galaxy, I was Quest rocks. Galaxy Quest, not Galaxy Quest, Galaxy Quest is, in is Space. a genuinely good, really good <laughs> um, movie. Um, no, 19, like 1987 Lost in Space isn't like so good. It's so bad. It's good, but it's a a bad blockbuster in a way that we will just never see again. In, like to, like Jurassic World two might be the last of those we ever get. Where you watch a movie that cost eight trillion dollars to make, and aside from the really high budget, it feels like an asylum movie with like how really yeah. stupid it is. They don't, they won't make those anymore. Um, and it, it, and I, I don't know, I mean, it's, we, it's just a bummer speak, to speaking think about. about. Bummers,
0: because um, <laughs> I, I while you were sent while you were watching the movie, I, I killed the vibes by sending you an article about Rocket Raccoon's creator, um, which, uh, yeah, for, for those of you who don't know, um, Rocket Raccoon is not a creation of Stanley. Um, a, in fact, actually, a lot of Marvel properties aren't invented. No, nothing, no. was,
1: nothing was created by no. Stanley. Is, um, um-
0: yeah, so, like, Rocket Raccoon was invented uh in the nineteen, like late seven like late seventies.
1: The the late seventies, yeah. He was just one of those characters that like popped up for a few kind of standalone little adventures in some compilations and then would show up again here and there for a limited run series or to show up in someone else's story. Like Marvel's Marvel's just full of these characters that float around only popping up here and there once every few years and then disappearing again. Um, it just they're stacked to the, yeah. I mean, and that's why like Disney bought them is it's like, we've got. I, I'll yeah. get to that point um, later. So that's, anyways,
0: uh, 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 Rocker Raccoon was co-created by a uh, Marvel artist, uh, Bill Mantlo. Um He also created Cloak and Dagger, which also I they're also in the MCU, but they were like a television show that also got two seasons, it was cancelled. Um I think that was more aimed for teens. I what, think it was on was Freeform. It was, like, it was on some st- st- free. Well, I've never heard it. It used to be ABC Form. Family I, in my And before I'm, I'm ABC Family, it used to be Fox family. And before that, I don't remember. Um but then again and then again, that's your that candidate. Right? That, I, that I don't know if, what other... your channel
1: situation is up there. But um we we get most of the American channels, but then we also have like Canadian versions. Like you know how you guys had like MTV. Yeah.
0: Oh, you had like uh like uh oh, much was it? Much music. Much and music. Then I, yeah, then that became you huge, could get
1: was you it? could get MTV if you spent enough money. I don't know okay. what happened. I haven't watched much music since I was nine um, years old. So but-
0: so anyways, I'm I forwarded you this article. Um, it's from the publication called Quartz. uh it's by oliver Stanley. staley i almost said stanley um but he, uh unfortunately uh Mantlo was uh like a-, a couple years after he parted ways with marvel which uh based on this article uh marvel was really unappreciative of him um really kind of made him do uh grudge work didn't 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 hold him up to the level of like yeah. other
1: writers um, and creators, but a couple like-
0: couple years after that he was hit by a hit and run driver um and suffered traumatic brain damage and brain injury that basically keeps him like almost almost exclusively confined to a bed um he needs to have like 24 hour uh care which thankfully uh, the family was able to negotiate with Marvel, um, and settle a large enough amount where he's receiving, um, you know, 24 hour care. But if, again, this is fucking America. So like based on, based on the article, yeah. um, and I, I encourage you to kind of like read through it if you're listening. Um, just like, yeah, those, like, it just sounds like a fucking hospice, um,
1: it's, it's it's fucking. It's, it's sad, bleach. although yeah. like
0: you know, they made a people made a big deal of like, oh, they got to show him like an ex, like a you know, first cut of like the completed movie, and it's just like, it's it, like the guy doesn't. From the description, really I don't know, know if he's, he's all fully there. Understood
1: what he was watching. Like, He's no the 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 descriptions. Some of the descriptions you get it reminded me a lot of when I was helping look after my yeah. my nana when her dementia was getting really bad. Like it's brain damage. Well, yeah. dementia is a form of brain damage, really. Um, so, and it sounds like it's not the same thing, but it sounds like kind of like in that region of like severe cognitive impairment. Um, but I, I noticed like one of the tidbits in that article where they talked about because they did like Marvel bef- before Disney bought them. Uh, but I think continuing after, um, they were like, "Oh, now we're making all these movies. We've got to go make sure we've got all these yes. rights I, like can dialed I, can in." I read the, and it went around to can all I read their. The paragraph you're referring to? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes.
0: Or actually, uh, these are a couple paragraphs. Um, all right. Ownership of copyrights has been a contentious issue in the comic book industry. Marvel spent several years battling the estate of Jack Kirby. Uh, over the rights of the characters, the Kirby family argued that under a provision of copyright law, the rights reverted to their creator after a set period, and if they prevailed in court, the legal status of many of its characters would be thrown into doubt. To prevent similar similar disputes, Marvel approached its creators and offered them payments, said to be as low as $500, to lock up the rights to their characters. Some took the initial offer, while others, like, Ma- like Mike Mantlo, who's Bill Mantelow's brother and uh, like caretaker, or like, put, I forget what the legal term is called guardian. Um, hired, yeah, hired guardian, attorneys yeah, to hammer they out contracts. Everything. The Kirby estate and Marvel settled in 2014. Uh, Marvel disputes the $500 figure, but whatever. Um, in 2000, Disney acquired Marvel for $4 billion. 2009, Marvel acquired. Disney acquired Marvel for 4 billion dollars, um, a purchase that included the rights to more than 5,000 Marvel characters. Um so yeah, if you, if you really want to feel like de- I mean we could probably do like a whole ass episode on just like the underlying exploit like how the MCU or just comic books movies in general like exploit exploit well, I mean, the original creators like- or just like they they don't get the like, credit they deserve, um, you know, these comic book artists were frequently, like, underpaid, unappreciated, and not, not even to mention, like, back then, like, comic books were still such a niche, like, they were, they were seen as low culture, like, it was, it was an unforgiving job in, in many aspects, um, I think, like, it wasn't, it wasn't like now where, like, you, you know, it's like a whole fucking giant ass. Well, it it industry. can still
1: be unforgiving and a lot, but it, yeah, it was like really like you were paid like complete crap. You had no rights to anything you created, and and that model of yeah, you've just got all these characters that are all part of this synergistic thing that are always tying into each other, where nobody has creative autonomy, nobody has rights over what they create. They're all every everyone involved is disposable. Um, that model is what has been ported over to yeah. film now. Um, not that film has always been. Not, not that there wasn't already a ton of exploitation and commercialism in film anyway, but that especially bad model is now being adopted and scaled way, yeah. way, way up to this um, many billion dollar uh, edifice. Um, and I mean, like, that's why, like, the 90s you had. Like Image Comics was founded, which was all about like creator ownership of the stuff they publish and everything, yeah. right? And that was what led to a a boom in um independent, kind of more interesting uh comic book stuff, whether it was sort of superhero-y or more um
0: Yeah, you get stuff like or, uh or like Spawn, The Walking Dead or uh other yeah. other like indie, like 90s comments where, where it's-
1: The match Yeah,
0: where it's, um you know, it's allowed to be like, I don't want to say like edgier, but
1: yeah, they don't, yeah. Oh, it was, well, I mean, edgier was one of the things, but just more, it was definitely allowed to be edgier, but it was also just there was more creative. Uh, yeah. The, 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 like, not only did the writers have like ownership of their creations or writers, cra- characters, artists, combination of, but like they had just more creative autonomy. Yeah. Um, in general, or at least that was, that was the idea. And I don't know how it is now. I don't know how image or yeah, dark horse we should, or anything. We should also eventually do like, stuff, but- try to get
0: like, if, by the way, if anyone listening happens to work in like the comic book industry and doesn't want to get like blacklisted or something or, or like, hell, you know what? Not, you don't have to be in the comic book industry because I'm sure appearing this podcast might, uh, jeopardize your career. Uh, anyone who's like a comic book expert or like scholar, dare I say, uh, send us a DM. Send us a DM. Would, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh,
1: there's a couple of people I follow on Twitter. I think might be pretty knowledgeable, as meaning to reach out. But yeah, I would, I'd love to have someone on just to straight. take the, these things. Where it's like I like I know little bits and pieces, and, and it'd be nice to have someone yeah, who really someone knows it, knows knows the history, the like the industry history to. Walk us through it and and and, and kind of like do a whole thing on that'd be great. If, so, if someone you're out who's there like and you're Donna when you bring and, up and Alien. Come on.
0: Hi Donna. Alien three, yeah. Hi Donna, <laughs> we love you. Um uh speaking of Rocker Raccoon, because I don't know, I found him annoying. I felt like just it was it was like constant quip machine. There was this one, there's this one line of dialogue. It's like when the when they all like first meet during that like chase sequence. And, uh, Groot's, like, supposed to be capturing Peter, and he's, he's, he's got Gamora tangled in, um, <laughs> fucking Rock Raccoon says, uh, play the clip, Miguel. He goes, uh, uh, learn genders, man. To him, like, there, there are lines like that where it's like, Like, I I said he's doing, like, a Joe Pesci impression, but beforehand, I I was also thinking, like, this is some, like, shout-of-the-hedgehog-ass-Zack-Snyder-ass dialogue they're giving this talking raccoon, which is, like, let's just the raccoon be silly. He has to be, like, they have to kind of make a point of him being, like, a hardened badass with, like, a sad backstory. And I'm just like, can't we just give the little guy a gun?
1: I don't know. I thought it was, like, the idea of him being bitter over just being, like, an experiment is interesting. I mean, it's interesting,
0: it's just, but, like...
1: Uh, underdeveloped. I
0: mean, it's interesting, but I felt like it was, like, shadow the But there's the also, hedgehog, yeah, just edgy. like, hey, look,
1: it's a, it's, a, it's a small woodland creature, but um, he's also really mean and has a, a big gun. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't that bothered by it, but I can see how it's, like... But I also think, like, that's just... Um, like cultural kind of like things that are sort of there's things that are kind of novel in the moment and then yeah well i know i know
0: james um really really loved this really really loves rocket raccoon i think he was like i think that was the thing that like sold him on doing this movie he was like i love the raccoon give me the raccoon i must have the raccoon uh that and um for, in general, was- for all these, are in general, for our listeners, I, I really suggest, like, highly suggest, actually, skimming through, like, the trivia page on IMDb for these movies. Uh, none of these are, like, cited or for, so for all we know, people are just, like, lying on, on those pages, but they're, like, interesting, like, tidbits of I don't information. Think like, ever there's lie one on about IMDb. how, like, Whenever James Gunn thought someone on set did a good job, they'd just like he'd just like give him a jar of Play-Doh, <laughs> and he, he's like, "I love, I fucking love Play-Doh. I love the smell of it. I love playing with it." And I'm just thinking, like, James Gunn, you've definitely eaten Play-Doh. You know what Play-Doh tastes like.
1: Do Do you think he's made like a Play-Doh? insert for like a flashlight. I was
0: I was like, where like is he going? Play-Doh he's gonna vagina. see because he made a Play-Doh dick. Oh nope, he's going with flashlight. Um
1: well no a, a dick a dick is too soft. You can't make yeah. a Play-Doh dick. But I don't think Play-Doh hardens no, it's not it's not like not clay. Like sculpting clay. No, he, I you could make a you could make a dick out of sculpting. Yeah but clay. it's not Plato's not uh, gonna harden it still be a little brittle. Um I think. if it
0: does harden it's gonna like get brittle yeah, yeah. You
1: need, I, um
0: Hold me can we, can we Take a quick... I'm gonna go pee now.
1: I have to go pee.
0: Oh, yeah. We gotta bring up fucking Howard the Howard the Duck. I'm gonna fucking talk about Howard
1: the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck. <laughs> we have to talk about Howard the um, Duck.
0: Um,
1: we Yeah, the, the end credits sequence... Is just a Howard the Duck reference, which is <laughs> like I remember. I was curious. I, I never read a Howard the Duck comic, but I looked into what the character was, and he wasn't really anything at all like the '80s George Lucas movie. Wait, George Lucas produced that, which is uh, he did not
0: direct. He did not direct Howard sure. the Duck. Sure, no. um, but actually, I, and I think that might be like. Unless, unless we're, unless thought, we're counting, I like... I swear he
1: was involved I think that in the production, been like the yeah, first, production like, company Lucasfilm, yeah.
0: Mid-budget or, like, real Marvel? Like, movie made off of a Marvel property? Um, and it was it was critically 30... reviled, Uh Because I, I think, yeah, doesn't the duck fuck Leah Thompson? And there's, like, a duck with titties?
1: The duck fucks Leah <laughs> Thompson, yeah, yeah. So, in the comics, Howard the Duck is just, like, he is a duck... He's just like a guy in the world. Um, I, I. He's just a dude. I don't know exactly out. how it works, but he's, I think it's, it's the whole the whole thing is sort of like a little bit of a deconstruction, kind of like a riff on like what if Donald the Duck was like a cynical. Oh, okay. Like regular guys, I I I, I looked this up years ago out of curiosity, like what is the deal with Howard the Duck? But the movie, yeah, the movie, it's like Howard the Duck is from yeah. like an alien planet that's like our universe, but ducks. <laughs> and he gets sucked to like it has nothing to do with the comic at all um yeah and he gets sucked to our planet and then yeah he he does fuck leia thompson in the end uh, Wh- who is uh, for, the, for those who don't know
0: her by name that's uh marty mcfly's
1: mom back to the future um uh <laughs> And becomes the manager of her like...
0: She has like a rock band, right?
1: Girl pop rock band. Yeah. It's a very weird movie. It's got a pretty cool stop motion okay. monster at the we, end. But it's a very we strange... We should watch
0: that. Super-
1: it's got duck we titties. We should watch that
0: just for like, because I don't know. This is, a, this is a potential pod collaboration later on. But like, we'd, we'd really like to watch some of the camp campier old like... Like that, like this, or like the '80s Punisher, or um, just hell, even like the Captain America with uh, JD Salinger's kid. That's awful. Worth probably checking out just to kind of tether us down. I think, to Earth, yeah. But- I think
1: Howard the Duck would be would be fun. It's it's because it's a weird. It's again, it's one of those movies. Where you're, that, I mean, it was like, they says, like, here it says budget 30 to 37 million, which is like decently, like, it's, I don't know, not like, it's not big budget by like Terminator 2. But,
0: but it's a good chunk money, of change in but like but it's 1980s, like,
1: money. Yeah, 1980s move, like, that's, that's a pretty decent, uh, pretty, like, I'd say that's, I don't know if I'd call that mid budget, like, Robocop is sort of like yeah. mid budget, and that was like eight, 10 million. Um, at the same at the same time, but it's it's a very it's it's like again. There's it's duck, duck titties. titties. Howard the duck um, gets sucked through his like the 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 duck living upstairs his apartment, and she's in the bath, and she's got great big honking duck. Like, I mean, birds aren't I, yeah, mammals. Yeah, no, they got they like don't.
0: like ducks got like corkscrew dicks. <laughs> it's gross. Um, oh, duck gross. penises are really um,
1: weird. <laughs> that's but, a whole that's a whole thing. Well, well, Dad. Yeah, I we'll, we'll yeah. do Howard the Duck, and, and um, but we'll the talk other, about like the, the duck penises because that is uh, am that is I something. am I wrong?
0: Let me wait. Let me just look it up before I open my big stupid mouth and say something uh, that's wrong. Because um, okay, I I do know that like the Howard the Duck um, like cameo was basically done super last minute. Uh like, like last minute, like they, like filmed it without really knowing, like, I think the original end cut scene was supposed to be something else. And just James Gunn, like after they finished filming, we're like, oh, what if we just put like Howard the Duck in there? Um. Okay, I want to say no. I Okay, so. Wait, okay. Okay, so yeah. Uh, I think in this movie, Howard the Duck is voiced by Seth Green. Uh Seth Green who's uh also uh was in Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo 2: Monsters Unleashed. Uh uh better known as the uh like showrunner of Robot Chicken. Um probably better known recently for having all of his NFT apes stolen. <laughs> and
1: he, lo- he he had, had his apes, apes stolen. Someone stole, stole his, his goddamn ape. apes. He lost like he his lost monkey, his, he,
0: which is funny because his like production company is called Stupid Monkey. Yeah, hey, it is. You're right. Um, Go so, figure. so yeah. That, well, that, other than that, um, we're we're literally talking about the end of the movie, so let's let's transition to like.
1: Yeah, you're right. It was Seth Green. I just
0: let's. Uh, I see that here. Let's let's talk about better movies you can watch, like like The Suicide Squad, which will. I don't know. Either, either we do that chronologically um, when it comes out, which will be like at least ten plus episodes down the line, or we pair it with Ayer's Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, that just came out like yeah. last year, so yeah, that'll um, be that'll be quite I, a ways I, out. I kind of want
0: to. I kind of want to watch it like again back to back with the Air Suicide Squad, if only like. But I don't know whether that'll make me like hate an awful movie even more, like, make it even more painful to sit through, or like, oh, at least, you know, I have to do it. I gotta watch this, but at least it gives me the chance to rewatch this, uh, to be determined. But I, yeah, if you're gonna watch a James Gunn superhero movie, that's not, uh,
1: super. Well, if you're watching James Gunn, I'm just gonna yeah, say watch, watch Super. Super I uh, a- Haven't
0: seen yet. Watch, watch,
1: <laughs> definitely watch Slither. I haven't. I haven't if you're I, a sicko, I-
0: watch Slither. It's a certified sicko banger. Um, but yeah, the Suicide Squad was fucking great. Um, I, for God's sake, we have given two different actors who have played the Joker Academy Awards. Where is Margot Robbie's Oscar for Harley Quinn? Where is it? I I would like to see it, please. Um, no, she's, she's great. Uh, that movie's really fun. James Gunn really went off his freak leash. Uh, so that, that like, might have been like, what, was it like almost two year period where James Gunn wasn't going to be directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and then Disney and Marvel eventually were like, oh, fuck, we got, we shouldn't have fired one of our well, only good directors.
1: Um He's one of the few guys they have working for them who's like a name that people yeah. care about behind so they're the like, camera. Oh, this
0: is sort of like tying their collars, like oof.
1: And he was so he's so close identified with Guardians of the Galaxy specifically yeah. in a way that a lot of other people aren't identified with their characters and and sort of arenas of the yeah. thing. He's kind of got a little it, principality yeah. with a little bit more autonomy within the Marvel um, Empire, um, and yeah, they. And I think it was like they—they they got rid of them, and they got rid of them f- over like Again, really stupid, trivial Nick shit Molly that they do. Tweets. Like nobody, nobody cares about except the most absolutely insane, deranged people on the internet. And um, anyway, my my watch something else is more along the lines of like I was trying to think. Like, there aren't that many movies I that mean, really scratch. I, I
0: also wrote in my notes like, and I'm I'm gonna. I'm- I'm I'm bringing I'm I'm about to bring the mic close to my to my face. That's that's how I indicate I'm about to say something real.
1: Yeah, I can see it. I can see I, it getting closer. I'm gonna recommend
0: closer. uh uh two TV shows actually. Uh, one is Space Dandy, which is an anime. Well, they're both animes. Uh, Space Dandy, which is which is a fun fun little can comedy about a uh dandy guy who's in space and he also has a weird talking creature it's, sidekick. Uh, uh, it's I forget what production studio. Oh yeah, did I think it. I was, that's been on it's, my list it's for great. a while. No, it's fucking hysterical. Um, and the other is is obviously Cowboy Bebop, which I I haven't finished Cowboy Bebop yet.
1: You haven't finished? Wow, that is uh, shocker. <laughs> I've also been meaning to watch Outlaw Star at some point too. Um, um but I was I was going to say um. And and admittedly, with with one of these, I haven't seen it in a very long time. But I was going to say, uh, Pit- wait, have you ever seen Pitch Black?
0: No. What is it? Oh, wait, wait, wait! What isn't that with um- the, the movie oh, wait, that Vin- launched Vin
1: Diesel's career? I've heard
0: of it. Yes, because I listened to an episode of um, Vin-, Vin Diesel uh, and, uh, and no such thing Rhonda as a bad Mitchell. movie about I think the sequel to was there was a sequel, Riddick, right? Yeah. Well, I
1: was going to say, well, I was going to say yeah, Pitch Pitch Black, which um is uh kinda of in the vein of uh alien sorta. Yeah, that's um, the impression I got. And that's the that's the movie that like launched Vin Diesel's career. Um and then its sequel, which goes a completely different direction and is kind of like an insane uh, space fantasy movie. Because that's the thing, there's not a lot of space, because fan- this is, like, regardless of the galaxy, it's a science fiction movie. It's it's fantasy, but with spaceships in space. And there's not a ton of those. So I was going to say Chronicles of Riddick, which is, I can't, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I, I don't know if I could say it's a good movie, but it's more creatively ambitious and weird and stylish uh, than this or anything, any of, any of Marvel's like, kind of Cosmic stuff that they've put in theaters anyway. Um, it is it'll it'll scratch a similar kind of itch. Um,
0: yeah, I think yeah.
1: And it's also got Vin Diesel. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of things we can but recommend no, um, just based on.
1: But Pitch Black is Pitch Black Rocks. That's um, one of my. Favorite I was also
0: movies. thinking of like I I've probably mentioned Southland Tales on this podcast already, but I I don't know it it. Southland oh, Tales that's has a movie like I a, a similar, a- like it has a like, like the chaotic mid aughts energy to it that like James Gunn was really tethering himself to with like Slither, on um, like the the good shit. Um,
1: I mean, S- Southland Tales is it's, on another level. Southland it's Tales movie is that, like, a very weird, like,
0: movie. <laughs> was like. Sent into the future from like 2006 and return. It was like, do I have
1: such delights to show you? I, I haven't. I haven't watched that movie in so long. I should rewatch it because I feel like it's probably benefited from the passage of time. It's
0: so good, and I found a found a packaged, sealed version at the thrift store. Oh no, it's it was it was I. It was great. It's great. i also. Um,
1: I've I've never seen the ending to Donnie Darko.
0: Oh damn! Well.
1: I I watched I caught it on TV once when I was like 14 and then my parents came home and changed the Aww. channel um, like 10 um, minutes before the ending.
0: Yeah, there I I would also I if if I had watched the Toxic Avenger beforehand, I'm sure I probably would have recommended that too. Um, alas, I'll probably have to save that for Guardians of the Galaxy too, which is always these movies always have fucking sequels. So if we don't get to something in our original discussion. Don't worry. Wait a few episodes. We'll talk about it eventually. Oh, speaking did of I, which, speaking did I talk of which, because uh, uh, Kim, my friend Kim, who is uh, Kim, Ken's mom, uh, I was I like to joke that I was uh, her and her husband's surrogate. Uh, I they're they're the friends who adopted my my baby boy Ken. Uh, she just she went to like Disney Land World. I think like a couple weeks ago, and she she explicitly told me. I need to bring up that the there's a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Um, hold on, what did she say? Ex- there's a Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and for some reason, like in and like the it looks like in the thing like the videos they play like when you stand in line waiting to get on the ride, they just have like Terry Crews, hmm. which. Huh. Terry Crews just likes appearing in shit. Like did you know Terry Crews is an Inland Empire? Gosh, he's an
1: Inland Empire. Yeah,
0: he's an Inland Empire. Huh. He's an Inland Empire. And I I swear to god, so I saw I saw like the restoration of that at uh the Brattle Theater in Cambridge and you know, I I've, I've seen the movie before and just I you know, I've stayed through the credits and I see Terry Crews's name on the like cast credits. And like an absolute buffoon, I sit up, point at the screen, like fucking Rick Dalton. I'm like Terry Crews, and the whole fucking theater is like, "What?" Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Terry Terry Crews is in Inland Empire, um, and he is also in the Guardians of the Galaxy Disney World ride. Go figure. Uh, yeah, damn. So shit. What do we got? I, to, what do we on a previous do we have to like to next when Avengers we- next?
1: Uh, maybe did did i did i bring i think i brought i was gonna say that the 1980 flash gordon but i think I brought it up during you, one of the yes, four you episodes did. I did, yeah yeah did you, you, get, already, did you yeah. have you have you watched that
0: not yet i i i still have so much fucking shit to watch i still gotta watch i mean, I mean, I mean that's, that's not
1: one that's like any needs to be anybody's priority but it's like that's that's a definitely like no, that's a really good like get yeah. high movie
0: <laughs> yeah no it looks super fun um Damn, I think I I, I think it's either Ant Man or Avengers Two, which is ne- no, it is Avengers Two, uh, Age of Ultron, which is gonna be a disappointment. I remember um, almost nothing also, about that movie. And also a because- waste of of James Spader because James Spader just has to be like a robot, like uh, sex. This the sex god James Spader in two of the horniest fucking movies ever made.
1: Crash and uh, Secretary. Cr-
0: Crash Crash and Secretary. Uh, yeah, I, well, I don't know. I'm we'll we'll see how Avengers 2 uh pulls out, but but we know that's yeah, it's a Joss Whedon's big whoopsie. Uh so that's going to be an interesting episode. Um but fi- final thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy? F- f- final it, thoughts? It, it, um it's, it's okay.
1: I guess uh I I I I'd say it's, it's better fine. than okay, but in in being better than okay, it shows how like that's the thing. Better than okay is like the best any of these movies can ever be because of what they are. That's the problem. It's it, this is the limit. You can't make a better Marvel movie than this.
0: Yeah, my ranking. I think my it, my ranking. You can make a better
1: MCU movie than this.
0: Well, um, what's what's your what's your ranking right now? Because my uh, my ranking like, is I guess- first Avenger at the top. Then was, first say, Avengers, this, then Iron this, Man three, and then this I would say for this me. This
1: then first Avenger, then Iron Man three, then the Avengers, then the the rest like whatever they're all just at the so so
0: bottom. yeah we ba- we have for the same like worth, top four like the four like of those those are the only four that I would say are like
1: worth. But that's the thing that's that's as good as these can yeah, possibly these are as good, get. Yeah.
0: Until further like there's notice. A, there's he, a
1: limit on how good these movies can be by virtue of how they're made. But I, I want to say, like, as a final thought, like, because I was looking at, because, again, because Guardians of the Galaxy is, like, this this kind of weird outline. Like, Iron Man wasn't super well-known in the public consciousness when it came up, but he was an established guy in Marvel yeah, as, like, he, a single he, character. Yeah,
0: like, super, like, really regular yeah. nerds knew know who Iron Man yeah. was, but it's not like you has, like, a, some lady in her hair roller is watching but, like the morning show like oh do you know these guys she's not going to know
1: cuz she's, um, she's
0: not on like the diapers he was, she picks like, up for but, her son
1: but like I he's like a single character right um but with like Guys of the Galaxy it's like these all these like their their space stuff is like a lot more I, I it's like the just like the stuff that happens in space is a lot more niche and and all these characters are are like and they're like real like D-listers that just have popped up here and there in little flashes since the 70s that were kind of tied together really late. And and it got me thinking about the, or like, you know, like, this kind of, or like, where, where do these characters come from? Where do they start? Like, who are they kept with? What context do they exist in originally? how did they, and, and I, I just was just like looking through Wikipedia, so I don't know a ton about it. But but it got me thinking, like, and with the whole thing, like, oh, Marvel has the rights to 5,000 characters. It's this whole thing vault. <laughs> is just a big strip mine for IP. That yeah. that's all it is. It's it's a big it's it's a big open pit mine where they just dig this shit out and then process <laughs> it into um uh a it, gruel, which is mixing yeah, metaphors more than a little bit. But yeah. um and and that's like one of the other like frustrating things about this is you just get this consolidation of intellectual property that is just I, I I I like I don't like it. It's it's just this this like hollowed out, carved out, corporate wasteland of 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 of, of culture. This yeah, uh, a, 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 a a like our kind Mass of like marketed our kind of like collective psyche is looking increasingly like the Alberta tar sands. It's, it's, um, and, and it's just, and it's, it's frustrating. Like you're talking about the like right creators rates and stuff. It's like, why um are these uh, like all these things, the ideas that are supposed to, in theory, copyright law is supposed to be. So like, you know, a person creates a thing and can profit yeah. or whatever. Why is everything in culture allowed to be, Owned in perpetuity, not by any one person involved in their creation, but by these just abstract entities. Yeah, by
0: something with an LLC after it. Well, I mean,
1: I know why. Like, it's it's a rhetorical way, but it's it's still like, if if you step like just like a foot, if you just like like take a little step back from just all of it being normal because it surrounds us twenty four seven, you start to realize just um, how horrific and demonic it is um and it's
0: uh and that's the death of cinema and that's why we're called yeah. the death of cinema
1: <laughs> and and, um, and, that's the th- and it's it is the death of culture like i mean why yeah. not i i think i think culture will survive but this is the thing it has to survive this is um, th- this <laughs> is our thing, this again is every every single one of these culture every every single one of these, <laughs> one of these fucking movies has a guy that dresses like a Sith Lord and he has his own death star, a big fucking greebly pointy, big spaceship. And, um, that's what it is. That's like this, this whole apparatus of, uh, this, this giant fucking machine, uh, this, the, the fucking world eating thing from that episode of the original star Trek, uh that's what this is and that's what artistic and creative expression has to survive <laughs> being consumed the, by
0: the prognosis is bleak um anyways before we end it do you have anything to plug um i a kind
1: of oh well our uh, discord
0: we launched in the oh, interims no, right. last yeah, no, episode. We, we launched um, a Discord. Please don't say slurs in it.
1: Please. Yeah, we've got a <laughs> we've got a Discord. Come hang out. We're both active on there. Make suggestions. Chit chat. Get I have, involved. I, I made my own. Join Chris Evans. Our containment our channel. channel.
0: What about? Um, a cult? Please do
1: not encourage <laughs> uh, Nicole to engage in channel proliferation. One of my great pet peeves is a long time uh server moderator and administrator.
0: I I did it specifically. I'm a Listen, professional. At, at I take least this very it's contained you know. in one channel. Um, but I've yeah, uh, find it. a
1: link in the description in the zone, on it's our uh, uh, Twitter it's account because Chris Evans. Uh, Chris Evans is promoting death, Lightyear, uh, so we did. He, he did the uh, puppy interview follow.
0: at BuzzFeed. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> I just look over it and you're like, just like staring off to the distance, uh, like.
1: Like, oh, God, please take me
0: now. <laughs> she's talking about Chris Evans again. Um, oh, no.
1: I assume she'll be back. In a second. Oh, there she is.
0: Oh, there right. uh, oh, I am. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, God, she's fucking talking about Chris Evans. I'm just going to like stop. I, no, I, it's just a I, I, um, you,
1: you were inaudible to me for the last 30 seconds.
0: Okay. Uh, so can... the only thing I want to plug is I, uh, hopefully oh, no, I have, by the time I have this my own out- things to plug. Oh, to, okay. Th- yeah, sorry. Before I stumble over. you. Yes. Um,
1: uh I have had a couple pieces of writing uh published in in some kind of alt online alt lit outlets. Um you can find links to those and other stuff I do at Tyrell dot org. I kinda have just a little old-fashioned wrote my own HTML and CSS uh, personal page. Um I also it doesn't, it doesn't really like a project. Um it's just kind of like a, a thing I'm doing to amuse myself. I've had a lot of fun <laughs> playing with
0: oh, one yeah. of those
1: text uh, uh, AI text generator things.
0: Writing inappropriate scripts to friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just I'm making I'm just I'm prompting it to write absurd, stupid, vulgar scripts to old sitcoms because it's like all the characters and everything about them is is in its database, uh, and. Uh, if you want to see I, here and there, I'll just be posting them. I made a separate Twitter account for posting them because I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And if you want to read those, I've started putting them on a Twitter account called Unfit for Broadcast um, at They're silly. U for Broadcast, uh, letter U for Broadcast. Um, if you want to take a look at those, it's I it's, it's, it's so much. I don't know what it is. It's just so much fun to just like throw some like really stupid shit and then see what it spits out. And then yeah, that's why
0: the dolly take thing whatever it spits out right and
1: try and make like a follow-up to it and try and like work with and fight with the machine to get something that sort of looks like an episode of a sitcom, but then is weird enough and out there enough that it's kind of funny to read. Um, so episodes so far, we've got um, George Costanza starts in OnlyFans, uh, <laughs> uh, an episode of Friends where Phoebe gets way into QAnon and- thinks that there's God. a child sex dungeon under central perk <laughs> and Christ. um uh, fraser and niles uh get into a protracted argument about the legitimacy of the iraq war um <laughs> so uh okay. you can you can find okay. all that Yay. on the aforementioned twitter link i'll if if i'm cognizant of enough i'll, I'll maybe put a clickable hiker a cl- a, cl- a, pl- a, pl- a clickable hyperlink in the episode description
0: and uh me, uh hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have a have a twofer for you in the arts views. I wrote a like uh mini uh not even a mini, uh retrospective on two, uh in my opinion, underrated uh Giallo Classics starring uh George Hilton and Edwig Fren- Uh and my review of Dario Argento's new movie, Dark Glasses, which uh uh first disappointment of 2022 everybody uh thought that i really had high hopes because i haven't seen dracula 3d but i just just watch the trailer and think like how sad it is that like this is the guy who made suspiria and like deep red and bird with the crystal plumage and it's just like plug in owls and C- cg shit and it's bad. Um, but yeah, so those those two are coming out. Please read them, please share them with your friends and your family. Um
1: I like I like the European flair you put on that. <laughs> bird with the crystal plumage.
0: That's what it's called, bird with the crystal plumage. Uh anyways, I'm I'm Nicole. Uh you can follow me at on Twitter at Conseragi, uh, as well as that's my handle for most things. So if you search Kanzaragi, that's Kanzaragi with a K-U-N-T-S, K U N T S, then the last half of Misato Katsuragi's last name, you'll probably find me. Um, yeah, get me, get me. We wanna get us get us trending or something. Do our do our work for us, as we always say. Uh, promo. Tell your friends. Tell your family.
1: Uh, tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your uh, pet goat or whatever. Great great rewards await you in the afterlife, um, eternal salvation or triple your faves and retweets back. Yeah. All right. All uh, right, guys. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to another episode, and we'll see you again uh in another fortnight. Uh N I G H T.
0: <laughs> All right, until we gotta talk about well, next next episode fucking Avengers 2. Bye, everybody! Avengers. Bye. Bye. Allegedly.